0: one two three let's go you're listening to wjms media where media is reimagined you can find us on our instagram facebook tiktok and twitter all right what's good everybody welcome back to another wjms media artist interview I'm your host, Tim Hughes, and uh, with us today is a very special guest. We have rapper and engineer of New Mexico, Next Apollo.
1: Asking for Apollo. The next question is who looking through my optic lens and I, to my true conservative Catholic, been there since the lad. Nothing's changed till they tested my cataracts and saw my views faded effects. What is up? How how we
0: doing, brother? The... I'm doing great. What's up with you? Nothing, man. Same old, same old. Nice. nice. <laughs> so uh why don't you introduce yourself to the people a little bit? So
1: yeah. Um my name's Next Apollo. You know, I'm uh I'm a uh Enigmatic artist, I'm a engineer as well. I mix and master vocals. I just kind of like do what I want musically and I just go in the directions I see, you know, fit for me in a way, if that makes sense.
0: Definitely, definitely. So for you, what does that direction look like? Dang, uh
1: <laughs> it really ranges, but um, I like to say, you know right now what i've been going for behind the scenes right now that's like some uh it's kind of like some rock hop stuff you know kind of adding like a little twang and a little country in it a little bit going with that rock kind of aesthetic but like rap stuff you know all right i feel you so how did you get into music um i'd say freshman year of college right um I was real. I was starting to just get really into like music, and then uh, one day I was kind of like in this mode where I was like twenty 28- eight, twenty eighteen, if I can think of it right. And I'm like, yeah, I can do this now. I hear, I heard JID, I heard Kendrick Lamar, I heard Tory Lanez. One, let's do it. And like my original plan was, you know, I'm just be a ghostwriter, but then it was like I started hearing like these artists who like have like really like, um, high pitch voices. And they're like, okay, I could do this too. It ain't that bad. It shouldn't be that bad. If y'all, if y'all like, like appeal, if this has an appeal to it, I can have an appeal somehow, you know?
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so what was music part of your life at all before that? Like, what uh, was it like for you growing up? Ah, uh,
1: yeah. I mean, I was actually talking about this the other day with somebody and you know, um, one of like the big things I can remember with music as a kid was kind of on uh you probably watch American Idol maybe a couple Definitely. of times as a kid, ain't you? For sure. Yeah. yeah so uh, it was kind of like that, like the Kelly Clarksons and like um, the Blake Blakes and all that Maroon 5 and Justin Timberlake on the radio, you know, I really like music, you know, I'm just, I was a creative, I was like a person who was creative. I mean, I would draw at the time, but like, you know, you get like that type of like feeling for music you start enjoying it and you know for me i guess being surrounded by someone who like really enjoyed music and had a wide range of stuff and that would range from like mexican spanish music like uh alejandro fernandez and enrique iglesias all the way to like bon jovi and nickelback and stuff like that you know you got like you got like a huge range there when you and move that's around from your parents yeah it was just from my parents mostly my mom but like, it's, yeah, such a parent, parental influence right there.
0: Bird, bird. So um, then when you were a kid, did you like, were you mostly just a listener or did you start playing any instruments, something like that? Oh, yeah. I mean,
1: I was mostly a listener until like, I was like 10. I got into like the trumpet. And I did the trumpet, I'd say, for like four years about, I've been, I wasn't really into it, you know. That was cold. You're blowing on like a. You're blowing on a tube. You Some school like, band type stuff. Yeah, school band stuff. It was fun at the time, but like as soon as you get to high school, they they treat it like PT. So it's like so, no, yeah, it doesn't get fun anymore after that. All I want to do is just drive to like a fun place and play an instrument.
0: So I'm not trying to do all this running and all that. Definitely. So when did rap and like hip hop come into a play for you? Ooh, um.
1: I'd say about, like, um, when I was, like, 15, I think. I first got introduced to Christian rap, actually. And that was – because, like, we'd have, like, Eminem, one Eminem song in the car once in a while, so I never heard rap that much. But, like, it was, like, twenty fifteen, fifteen 15, years old, you know? you go to, like, these Christian concerts and, you know, all that. And you start uh, hearing, like, Christian rappers like KB and Lecrae, Tadashi – Andy Minio, all that. And you're suddenly like, oh, this is kind of fire. And you want to hear more of it. And then you figure you hear about Lil Wayne and then you hear about Tory Lane's. And Tory Lanes is what really got me into it, because he was like R and B and rap, you know, he could do both. And that was that was like dope as hell.
0: Definitely. So you were heavy involved in like the church and stuff growing up? Oh
1: yeah, I mean, yeah. You were you're Mexican, you're gonna be like a Catholic growing up, you know?
0: I, definitely, I mean, altar. I grew up, I grew up a little Catholic, I guess. Ah, oh, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. We're like pure Mexicanos <laughs> thing. So it's like, you go down, you go to church every Sunday. Respect. Like, you become the altar boy and all
0: that. Definitely respect. Yeah. So do you feel like that um, lifestyle like influenced the way you ended up m- getting into making music and all? Uh I don't think that did I think it actually influences
1: more of what I talk about because when I notice when I write a lot a lot of my inf I have like a lot of religious influence in my stuff you know and especially now when I'm trying to you know rebrand and remake myself right now it start it comes up over and over again and it's like the one thing that's like stays constant in my life besides like music is like religion like I'm always been this and I've always liked that you know.
0: Definitely respect that. So you're still, like, heavy into religion and stuff?
1: Yeah, I'd say not as much as I have been
0: before, but um, I always keep it in the back of my mind for sure. Definitely respect that. Mm -hmm. So then when along the journey between playing trumpet and now were you, like uh i'm gonna start trying to write stuff like were you <laughs> You said you're an artistic kid or a creative kid rather so like yeah um, what type of stuff were you getting into so
1: i mean like all the time you know just i'd always be doing some stuff like drawing just random historical stuff i liked you know i would always have like that heavy imagination you draw on your homework drawing your notebook type things definitely um I tried. I tr I would always. I would always try something out, like once and be done. Like I did some Lego animation stuff, and you know, it. We had that, and that was like that was dope as like hell. When I did that, it was like just some Lego animation based off like Deadliest Warrior
0: and all that. It was funny as hell. That's, That's pretty sure cool. I remember. So then, <laughs> when did all of that creativity like transfer into music? You said when you were like fifteen. Oh yeah,
1: um, I think around like. 18 actually i just got out of college well i just gone into college right and you know a lot of it was i was just really liking music i'd always bump music all the time and it was like always rap and stuff like that and then i don't know i can't exactly tell you what happens when you like think about it but like you just get in that moment you're like maybe i should ch- try music out you know and Definitely. so, like, instead of like recording at the time, it was mostly like writing it, writing stuff. So, like, and like, usually my goal was more like um, being a ghostwriter. I wasn't comfortable with my voice. So, like, when I do it, I just always like write as it, write this down with like the goal of like, I'm gonna give this to someone else. And then, you know, you go on like these little forums and blogs and all that, and you're just writing them down. And then like you realize, oh, I'm actually gaining some traction off this because I'm posting these. And it's like, okay. And then you start like talking with other people on there. And like, oh, they want to work with you. They want to work with you, like collabing, like on poetry. And it's like, okay. That's and then like at some point you get like that confidence of like, I could rap. I could rap this now. And you know how that goes. It's just terrible. You're not on beat. You ain't, you don't, you haven't written to a BPM. So like you're just so off B. and like i made an album in like 10 days and i got bodied by everybody that i featured that had featured on there
0: There damn it's interesting that you said when you first started Mm -hmm. you just like focused on writing and the lyrical stuff which i feel like is not typically the case right now like everybody's like oh i'm gonna jump right in book uh, an expensive session or buy an expensive you know buy pro tools and this or that yeah and they think that they're gonna like you know load up a beat and just like sound fire right away so yeah, i think it's I, really I, cool that you kind of like were self-aware and took it to the pen yeah. first
1: yeah but i mean also the thing was i had no idea what any of those were at all either i think i the first doll i got was audacity for one and i had used that for so long and then when I heard band lap, I thought like I was the shit with that. I thought I was like so fire with that because you didn't have to like um delete the reverb and like put it back in the way you actually want it. it but like um but yeah I didn't really know most of that stuff when I started. I, I had bought like a sixty dollar big mic or not big snowball mic. Uh. And I just like put it like stacked on like a bunch of like tables and stuff when i was first recording it was it was a terrible junky mess but you know (laughs) it's how it's how
0: everyone starts you know gotta start somewhere for real so um so you weren't like super musical during high school you said that you played the trumpet for a bit when you were younger and then um you went to college right so where'd you uh end up going to college
1: um new mexico state down here in uh good old nmsu down in las cruces new mexico awesome. i have a bunch of family here easy place not hard to get in either and you still have like good engineering over here
0: definitely so what uh did you go for like what was your degree um,
1: i'm still in actually and it's mechanical mechanical engineering oh wow
0: yeah damn, damn. so that's like uh that's like a pretty like big degree i feel like yeah it it definitely is and it comes with like
1: i guess a lot of pressure you know to work in there but you know i guess like um some things kind of tie in just for a little bit of fun you know like when you talk about acoustics sometimes engineering you can like you go into that a little bit or like the concepts that go into acoustics you know sine wave and all that definitely especially being like an audio engineer freak you know yeah, I
0: always kind of wondered what, like, parallels were there between an mm-hmm. audio engineer. Because, you know, everybody makes the jokes like, oh, what'd you go to school for? Engineering. Engineering. But really, like, yeah. you went for music engineering. It's, like, big joke, but whatever. So what made you pick mechanical engineering then? Um, So in high school,
1: um, one of the things I didn't know was what I wanted to do for my future, like, job stuff. Typical. And, you know... Yeah, it was like for sophomore year. The guy asked me, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I have no clue. Everyone else is all like, they know what to do. I'm like, I don't know. And so my dad was an engineer. I figured, okay, I could do that. But I don't like what he does. I don't care for what he does. So instead, I just like go with like robotics because like there's this robotics team senior year and it just happens to be really cool. And like when you go into like the engineering, there's like 3D modeling stuff. So like you can like go and make a little box or something, or like make a little design, and you can 3D print it, and it's gonna look like dope as hell. And when we did like ro- I was on the robotics team senior year, and like we went to like we went to like the world champions, and it happened to be in Houston, Shit. so we drove back downtown, and we had a lit time like oh my god that was great that was like a that fun sounds life. sick it was honestly
0: so it's 2018 you're just getting into college yeah have you written uh, have you started like exploring writing at this point yet or was that not um, until after you got there
1: i think like it was weird because it was like i think in the summer i had downloaded some rapping uh a- rapping app and I would just always write in there because it had the little syllables on the side, and I thought that was no. It had the little. It would change the color for the rhymes, and I thought that was cool. So I just had that downloaded, and apparently I had made an account back in March for this one forum thread thing that I've been about. I was I'm always on now, but like I had like gone into there back in there and just started writing stuff down like hooks and all that. Well, not like hook, but like whole songs type of deal. Is that
0: like a Discord type of thing?
1: Um, it's almost like Discord. Yeah, it's called Raphead. And I'm sure like some people have heard of it because like they used to have a little freestyling section section on there, like they put plop up a word and they'd have like a YouTube beat, but that thing's like so outdated now. All Damn. those YouTube beats have been bought. <laughs> but like, um yeah, it that's basically where I started to be honest. And then I kind of moved into Discord a little bit. And, you know, you kind of just, like, get in there. And I'm kind of, like, more involved with those type of communities right now. I'm pretty involved in my area, but I just don't do a lot of live. I don't do, like, any live shows, so
0: that's my problem. So when you first started, like, doing the app and stuff like that, um, right. where were you, like, drawing these lyrics from? Like, were you just trying to learn how to make it sound good at that point? Or were you, like... Mm-hmm. You kind of have like
1: this goal of like trying to some be like Jay Cole or Kendrick Lamar or like Nas type deal. So like you're trying to like have the good rhymes in there, and like you multi syllables is like such a big deal with such a big deal in that community. And like if you didn't have the multi syllable rhymes, like you aren't rhyming every single word with each other in your verse. Like are you really are you really a good rapper? according to that community, at least. But like, so that
0: was, like, the culture of the rap app that you're talking about?
1: Yeah, rap pad. Like, that's, like, basically the culture at the time. It was, like, you got to, like, have, like... You can either be a good storyteller or you're just good at, like, putting, like, syllables together at the time. And then there were some people, like, Sad Boy Prolific who were on there just releasing, just releasing their EPs before they blew up. And, yeah... I had missed, like, Project, and Project was apparently on that app often as well. But, like, man, I was, like, in that writing stage, and then as soon as I got hyped up in 2018, I kind of, like, it took a couple months to get actually that hyped, you know? And, you know, just, I mean, because I'm a fast, I'm a kind of, like, a fast person when it comes to stuff like this. So I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's let's record now. And so I just
0: started on that recording grind, and here I am now. When you uh, when you got to the point where you were, like... You said you were feeling hyped on the app and stuff. Right. Were you, like, connecting with people from school at that point? And, like, mm-hmm. how did you get into a spot where you were recording? Because you said you didn't really know much about, like, DAWs yeah. or anything like that, so...
1: I think... Um, from what I saw, I think everyone suggested Audacity, for one. And, you know, everyone... Su- and... The cheapest mic I could find at Best Buy at the time was a um blue snowball. And so I just put my I just put my money into that real quick, you know? And so, so it was and, just
0: all you, it was just a one-man yeah, show.
1: All sporadic, all just in a little random like thought spree
0: <laughs> word. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So you got sorry, you just decided to cop up your own gear, mm-hmm. invest in yourself. And then you just kind of figured out like how to record like by yourself. You just kind of taught yourself everything you needed to know. Yeah, pretty
1: much. I just, I was just like learned all that, and yeah, it was like it was that. And then I had to learn how to mix a little bit, and but the mixing was bad. And all that time, from twenty eighteen to like twenty nineteen, I was make I was releasing a lot, but it wasn't good
0: because the mix was bad, you mean?
1: Just everything was bad. Like <laughs> like for me, I'm a I'm like a relatively fast learner compared to like other people that I've seen. So like um I think I can dedicate most of that to being 2020 cuz like you can like that's like the time you can just hunker down cuz you're not required to like go out or anything. You're stuck yeah. inside all day.
0: Everybody's expectations were low during that time.
1: <laughs> yeah. For real. So, like, um, yeah, you're not expected to go to class. People just started learning about Zoom, you know. I was already active in Discord servers already. So then when artists started coming in to, like, Discord and stuff, you know, you got, like, the opportunity to collab with big people and work with big people. So I started finally meeting these, like, um, people, like, artists that were, like, way better than me. Shout out Roan and shout out my boy Osmosis as well. They're, like, Shoot. two of the, like, big people who, like, mentored me on mixing. I had recently decided, like, okay, I found this, like, activation key on RapPad for uh, FL. So I went and got FL, and I Sheesh. went and cop that. Yeah, smooth deal right there. So, like, as soon as I got that, you know, it was learning how these actual plugins work now. And so it was, like, constant feedback going back and forth you know going hidden like three times a day with feedback like okay is this sound good turn the compression down is this better you know you keep doing that until like you get that good mix and you know at the same time i was making the album glitch and you know it's it's soup it's kind of like old to me for it it's already old for its time because like everything i say on that for the most part is like very old thoughts of me and like I'm definitely not like that anymore. (laughs) But like, I was writing, I was learning how to mix better than I did before. And, you know, I was just growing, I guess, as an artist, you know? Because like, you have like this big talent around me. And so as soon as like, you know, I dropped that album, even then I was still learning. Because then, shout out my boy Ellie Waves. I don't know if you heard of him. He's a dope, he's a dope kind of like lo-fi rapper. And like he then taught me how to, taught me a little more on how to mix, you know? You start getting that, start getting that addiction, that music addiction. Definitely, definitely. Yeah.
0: So that's dope that you ended up like finding some people just through that little community that you were on. And now you Mm -hmm. basically came up on just like a ton of free mixing advice, which is dope.
1: Yeah, basically, you know? And that's just like the benefit of like networking, man honestly like best things about me is i'm i'm a pretty good networker like i can pretty much find what i want if i want something you know so like
0: that's i feel like that's a big part of like being an artist in general like across yeah all art like you gotta know you gotta have your own vision for stuff
1: yeah like i pretty much know everybody like who who everybody is in the city that's popping you know and like that's like a big, that's like a big asset. Like, cause like, I, I know if I want to like get my game, you know, bigger in this area, I just go to this studio. I'm good. I should be good for like half of it.
0: You know? Definitely. So you said that like all throughout this time. So, Mm -hmm. so 2018, you get to college, you're right. You're starting to rap. you're starting to do your thing on the app and whatnot you start learning more and more from the community and stuff. And then Mm -hmm. when did you start making that first album? Like what, when did you get to the point where you were like, okay, it's good enough now.
1: Mm. So I dropped stuff. I had called albums before, like my first mixtape. We'll call those mixtapes for now. Like those first two mixtapes and EP. Like they were bad, and I was really proud of the second mixtape at the time, but no one felt the same about it <laughs> as I did. I was so hyped about it, but no one else was. It was like g funk it was a bunch of g funk beats I found. I was super hyped about it. I was working on it all summer, and like to no avail. no one liked it, and I was already liking the idea of um Jesus, I was starting to get into Ye a lot. And Jesus was like the big al- was like the big album I started listening to. I was like, "Ooh, this wonky." That and like Jaden Smith's Iris. I don't know okay. if you uh, if you heard of that
0: album. Yeah, for sure.
1: Like, they're kind of like almost on like the same kind of deal, like this experimental, like experimental rap stuff, you know. And like these aggressive sounds and all that, but like these aggressive flows and these aggressive deliveries and all that, you know, that captivated me. So like as soon as like I finished that album, I was already planning to do this album. So like and then but like 2020 allowed me to like expand on it and like okay. I said it was gonna drop it like in August that year. But then I had gotten a new mic, and then – so I was like, okay, now I need to put – because I would actually record on this mic that you're, like, seeing right here. I used to record on this. I'd walk around. There was this one empty area on campus. I could just be to myself, open room, just play the beat in the back. And so I just walk around rapping with this on. That's a vibe. It is. Just, like, by yourself, no one there in, like, a huge room just like rapping, but like, it's not, it it was not good. It's not good. That's the problem. But when I started learning about all this, all this stuff, like surround acoustics and all that, you start getting better. Then you start like doing all that and you start like covering your room with blankets and all that. So like (laughs) you got a better space. You feel me? And then um, like, yeah, the mic, I had bought a mic in August. I'm like, I'm going to push all these back because I got to record all of these on the new mic now. And then it turned to be like, I'm not even done with the lyrics for these. So it's like from August to September and then from September to like November. And then I had finally got it like done Christmas Eve at like six in the morning, like exactly a year from when I um, started the album. It was, insa- it, it was insane. It was
0: insane. Damn, I feel like you've the you've done a lot since <laughs> just like coming in twenty eighteen, especially like yeah, that's dope, man. So, is there like um, any type of music program at the college that you go to? Like, what do you mean? Like, um, does the school that you're at right now have? A studio and stuff like that. Like, do they have oh, music nah. equipment? Oh, no. I
1: I had actually I had actually asked if they did. They were like, we do, but it's in this one place, and I could never find that one place ever. Damn and weird. the only studio here is like sixty an hour. Either that, or you do five hundred for eleven tracks, and it's an hour away. And I'm like, nah. Like, yeah, I don't care. You know, their big advertisement is like, you know, Khalid. He he's from he's from El Paso, and like he's like he recorded there. I'm like okay, <laughs> I I don't care. That's that's a lot of. Is he gonna points. be
0: there when I get there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he ain't gonna
1: be there. It's
0: me right now. So, you've always done all your own mixing and mastering, then, and recording as well. Yeah, hell yeah. So, that's pretty impressive, man. You're like. <laughs> super new to the game and you're already like doing it all i feel like that's super valuable Mm -hmm. since you're like not just doing one thing like now you you're you're running the whole show for yourself exactly like the only thing i don't do is like make the beats and i'm getting
1: into that now so like as soon as that's done you know it's over (laughs)
0: definitely how many projects have you put out so far um Including the ones you've taken down already. The scrapped ones, too. Okay, so we have one,
1: three, Glitch, the EP. Yeah, so far it's five. So far it'd be five, I think. And which and of
0: those five are still up now?
1: Let's see. Um, Two. Two are still up. Technically, technically, they're all up. They're all up on BandLab, but we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. <laughs> And, but, um, what was I thinking? Yeah. So this is going to be technically my sixth project that I'm releasing now.
0: And that's Hispania? Hispania, indeed. March 4th. And the, this new album is also entirely mixed and mastered by you? Actually, recorded. not this time. It's act, I recorded it and I got the beats online.
1: But this time, I just, I'm like, I've been busy with school and i didn't want to have to worry about that so i actually got one of my homies so like osmosis the one who was teaching me i got him to mix it this time yeah and then i just kind of like told him how i want it and then i just go back to him because i already know what i what we could uh, what i want i can just tell him what i want live already like going a vc voice call and just like tell him exactly what i want like i need this delay right here I need you to, like, take some of this background noise out the sample, you know, stuff like that, you know?
0: For sure. It definitely makes a, makes yeah, a big definitely. difference once you start getting other people behind you as well, even though it is yeah. good to, obviously, teach yourself the whole game.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it, it helps. Even, like, when you go to, like, a studio, you understand what's
0: going on in there. Definitely. Just being so, like, able to communicate, like... With proper music theory and terminology with one another definitely goes a huge way. Yeah, because
1: like if you like hear like the echo is a little off, like okay, I need to up the delay time, kind of stuff like that, you know.
0: Definitely, and it keeps you more more involved, like in the music, you
1: know. Exactly. Yeah. So like you're not exactly like giving everything away, you know. You're just using having people with better tools work with your stuff.
0: Yeah, it definitely seems like. Um, knowing about everything that's going on with your own music is the way to go. For for real, exactly. You know, you become particular with the sound that you want.
1: And I'm a person who likes squeaky clean. And so when someone's like not like that, I'm like, okay, you got to adjust this more. You got to work on this more. It's a little too boxy right now. And that's what that was one of the problems actually with the mixing of, at first. I was like, okay, this sounds a little too boxy for me. And then, but it's weird because on his side, he's like, okay, this sounds a little too clean. And so you get into like those type of debates, you know, and that's just, and that, and at this point, you know, it's not like you don't want it this way. It's just artistic choice from there.
0: Definitely. And that's like why I think it's dope that you're able to communicate on that way so that it ends up exactly the way you want it. Cause at the end of the day, it's your song. Right. For real. So, um, what was the first project or single where you got the type of recognition where you were like, "Damn, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really hit the gas here with this," hmm. or did you not have that yet?
1: I mean, when it came to like the websites I was on, or the song, like the places I was on, I felt like the first one I had a diss track against somebody. Ooh. I just didn't. I didn't like them. They tried stealing a song from me, and I kept the grudge for them for so long. Uh, and then he started, like, messing with someone after one of my homeboys, like, was gone. Rest in peace, Riot. But, like, he just got on my nerves to that point. I'm like, okay, I'm going to hit you. I'm going to hit you with a diss track now.
0: Damn, bro. Go. So he tried to steal one of your songs? Like, the lyrics?
1: Um, it wasn't like he tried to steal the song, but he was, like, trying to take the beat that I used and then he was going to, like, make his own thing. He wasn't going to, like, even associate it with me. And he was going to be like, I'm going to pay you to, like, use this. I'm like, no. This is, I literally released this, like, two days ago.
0: You had it already was, paid for the beat at that point?
1: Yeah, like, I had paid for the beat, and I, I had everything for it done. And I'm like, no, you're not taking this. And you're not putting it on there, making money off my music, like, my, my, my sound, you know? Definitely, bro. Fuck that. Cause especially yeah, I was already I was the only one on like the Yeezus stuff in that air in that place, so like I have a clear, distinct sound now compared to everyone else on there, and this is like my sound. And he's trying to take it, and it's like mm-mm, no, but yeah, that dude like got on my nerves like for the whole rest of the year, and I just went boom, I dissed him. I went and just like went until all that diss track stuff, war war stuff. And, like, I won that, but I think the biggest recognition was, like, everyone saw the song was fire, but it was also, like, the writing was good and better than I've, like, ever been, but also the mixing was, like, great. You know, it actually sounded like a clean track as well.
0: So did that track that he tried to steal from you on start blowing Mm -hmm. up after you put the diss out for him?
1: No, actually, the, the, the diss blew up way farther beyond that one. (laughs) <laughs> it, it's funny like that's um that one was the king part 2. i don't know if you uh, heard it when you were listening to like the music um no nah, i don't think i caught that Oh uh, yeah because like it was like an old version of that song it was an old version of that song like the album version is like has a whole different verse and i deliver it a little differently and i do a little
0: different ending on it now yeah, i'll have to check both of them both the versions out then
1: yeah you'll have to see i don't know if the uh, original's up still but i know the album version is definitely up
0: yeah i was listening mostly on apple so oh you're apple okay yeah i'm a spotify dude dang i'll have to check it out on spotify too then ah thank you <laughs> <laughs> um i want to get to like how you ended up with the label oh uh, you want to know how i got with enigmatic okay yes i can tell you this i can tell you this
1: this was a it's a pretty cool story actually um so i don't know if you've uh you probably haven't heard of this dude his name his he goes by musically he's someone i knew from a uh, rap pad and he had started a small podcast for like the people in that whole area like okay i'll interview all these people and these world. were all
0: local like new mexico people no,
1: I meant, like, um, in the website, actually. Oh, okay, it's like right. He's all, like, he was, like, this charitable kind of dude. And he would he would always compete with this other guy who had clout. But the problem is the guy with clout was, like, way too lazy. And this guy, like, was consistently dropping and releasing. So he became, like, the big deal for podcasting on RapPad. So from there, I just went on because my fan base is, like, basically RapPad at this point. So I'm like, I'm gonna go on this, get an interview. And from there, he started working with Discord servers to do like live stream festivals and all that. All you have to do is submit a video, and like you get like a dope, you get like a dope compilation of music, dope compilation of videos, and it's like three to four hours long, and it's super lit. A bunch of fire dope artists just on there. And This time, Enigmatic happened to be the co-host of this one. They had just switched him out because the other guy was, like, all weird and controversial. So from there, I get invited from my boy Musical.ly on there. And I was like, I'm going to go balls to the walls, you feel me? So, like, I'm, like, doing, like, the setup. Like, this has to go, like, from day in the morning all the way to, like, night in the afternoon – I'm like planning it I'm planning like how it how it all goes because it's like 20 minutes max, and I have a lot of music that I want to do, but I also want to make a lot of new music for this, just this stream. and so like I'm recording new music on there, I'm making the videos, I designed the mask, I designed like a little face mask I would put over my head it was it was dope, and I like Man. did the outfits all that and the whole branding and everything it was it was top notch and it was like one of the best videos of the night so i was getting i was just getting introduced to them and i submitted that video and it was like the best video of that night even though i submitted i had submitted super late so i wasn't like a headliner or anything at the time and i was the underdog and i was like bodying most of the people in the headliners with a video and they're like and they're like, okay, this dude's special. Maybe we need to get at him. And so they kinda they kinda DM me and we work it out. I'm hesitant because you know, I've tried something like this before and it doesn't work, it doesn't oh, work really? out. If you don't got like, yeah, I mean I tried it, I tried it, but like the problem is I'm like too um I'm not good with marketing and that's the big problem. You have to be like fire as hell with marketing and these people are, these people are, but like me, mm-mm, not at the time. So like, I'm I'm hesitant. Cause like, okay, this is like the same deal as what I did.
0: And, so what kind of deal is
1: it? Well, I mean, it's like at first I had a artist deal, so I had a rapper deal. So, I mean, they'd like advertise, provide producers, provide engineers to mix your stuff and provide graphic designers and collabs within there without having to pay cuz some of these people still charge still charge for verses and all that so like i i get all that for free and as long as i give them like 25% to like do everything to do all that stuff plus promo my music everywhere
0: Okay, and do do they own any part of your masters? Um, they do like re- do they get any publishing or any like do they see any money from your music sales? Um actually that's what I, I got out of
1: now. I have gotten I got out of that. So but the thing is, yeah, you kinda you they you give away a little bit of your royalties and those type of stuff from there, the masters. Because you know they're they're literally doing the heavy work, and they're paying a hundred dollars a year to a hundred dollars, like a year to like even like put you up on their DistroKid. You know, like the yeah, prices definitely. for it, like DistroKid prices get like heavy after like thirty five, they go up to like eighty, 100, 150, You know, so it makes sense. And the it makes sense why, especially you don't make a lot of money through just streaming, for like artists that are on my level. I would really suggest it because they have, like, the material. They have the material, they have the content, and they have the ability to push you in the right direction. It's a good deal, to be honest. Like, like even with all this, like, the stuff, like, when you say stuff like, oh, you're giving up your masters, like, this also isn't your best work as well. Like, depending on who you are, you're not making your best work yet. You don't have to worry about that. You just need to worry about making good music and putting it out so that a lot of people can see it in my opinion when it comes Mm -hmm. to that so um so yeah i had signed to that because i figured it's actually useful for me i can't do promo they clearly can and when i started getting into it like i was starting to get like hundreds and hundreds of messages because they just send they send our they send the whole label the whole label's music to like a bunch of radio stations hundreds and hundreds of radio stations it was crazy and so you'd be getting like hundreds of streams a day because everyone's checking out their play with this one playlist with everyone on it so i got like a damn video. so
0: you're getting hundreds of plays a week just by the radio stations yeah like checking out the cold call from yeah the like label. they just
1: check out the email with the spotify playlist of everybody on it you know
0: that's it's pretty smart. dope. Yeah, it is it's, really smart. Yeah, it's a smart and dope
1: idea. So, he's so just by doing that, like that bumped my streams up way more than I was.
0: I wasn't getting any streams, you know? So basically, they're doing they're handling all the promo, all mm-hmm. the distribution and all that. Yeah. Also giving you access to like in-house producers and engineers. And exactly. Yeah. All you're giving them in return is like a little bit of royalty.
1: Mm-hmm. a little bit of your a little bit of money and time to like be in there. You have to release an album and a couple songs. Right. So, for some people that's super fast as well because they don't they because the thing is you're not they don't define what an album is. So that can be at minimum six songs. We've seen like Kanye tracks, Kanye albums that are like seven songs long. Yeah. Filled with bangers, you know. As long as you do that, and you can buy them back, too. You'll They allow you to buy them back. Like, they're not stingy about it and going to keep them.
0: So they're not, like, they're not playing, like, a big three.
1: Yeah, they're not, like, doing, like, those 360 deal type things. Nah. Yeah,
0: no, nah, I mean, definitely, especially at, like, mm-hmm. I guess the beginning stages of your career, you're not going to see, like, deal like that right now but it sounds like you're taking good advantage of what you've got going on right now yeah exactly and
1: it's even and it's even good and i've built relationships with all these people i get to talk to people like you all as well you know so it's it's a good deal it's a good deal for artists you know shout out aaron shout out aaron he's very supportive very helping for me to actually get my stuff I I think I've gotten on nine radio stations already for uh one and need alone. Wow, really? Yeah. You don't get the money from those sadly. Yeah. Sadly, I don't get that I don't get that din- radio dinero right there. Yeah. But um also even introducing him to playlisting that's going to be that's like the next big level right there, you know? That's like the most vital thing for artists currently nowadays. That and live
0: mm-hmm. performing Are you going to try to get into live shows more? Mm,
1: I'm thinking about it right now because right now I'm in like a unknown position right now. You feel me? Definitely. Cause I'm, I definitely want to up my image, up the image I look like, you know, and go out and already know the people here. I know how to get the performance and I know how to go out and like do stuff like this. And, you know, it's just like a matter of me, being sellable looking sellable now i think i have the ability and i think i have the i've evolved enough to make the music that i want that can get you know looked at in the area i just need to um now go and do it but i have to look the part you feel me
0: definitely i feel like confidence is a big part of the whole thing though so i feel like you're definitely already on the right track (laughs) but i wanted to ask does the label have any like anything to do with the whole image and stuff like do they help you with that in any way
1: um they give suggestions like you know you go on the podcast it's kind of like low-key one you know because i can just build myself up here definitely like cuz like getting like talked and asked these questions over and over again you start thinking about it yourself but you know um i'm a pretty creative person i don't need the label for to help me with my like image image you know they can help me with getting the stuff i need for it you know and the producers they already have the producers there to help me with the sound that i want to go for
0: right so or would you be able to like describe the type of image that you're going for? Like mm. what is the identity? See, for
1: um old me, it was basically like I'ma just make a hard sounding banger. But then I realized, you know, there's like gang rap and stuff for that. It's like I don't need to I don't need to like push that image or anything. I'm definitely far from like a gang gang person out here.
0: I'm doing like college right now. This shit expensive as hell. But that's like good though, you know, because like I feel like there's yeah. a ton of people who are taking the culture that's prominent in hip hop right now and like mm-hmm. trying to make themselves that in order to be a part of it Yeah, so my big thing is right
1: now is like distancing myself from that and so the stuff i like that I was you know talking about earlier i like that maroon five i like i like drake and jaden smith you know people like that you know we're about so 21
0: like- pilots you like them
1: uh
0: (laughs) i feel like you have like a 21 pop like when i was listening to all your tracks i was like damn this is dang uh i've never heard
1: that one before actually Um, really
0: usually they get like nf or token okay yeah definitely that too but just like the beat selection and also like the flow i don't know just sound like and your voice like your cadence also sounds similar in some oh,
1: too. I, I yeah think. i can see that now that you like mention i was just listening to uh, a 21 pilot song I, I don't listen to them like at barely at all you know i have like one song from them but like yeah oh yeah most some people do say a rap like jaden smith when they like think about it when they say oh yeah i listen to Jaden smith like oh yeah you kind of sound like him <laughs> it's kind of like a funny remark there but um yeah, you know, but I like kind of like I don't I don't care like about, you know, gang 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 stuff. You know, I don't really care. I like being isolated and kind of that deal. You know, I like that almost mysterious but like you know you know me but like it feels like you don't. Like I just like you like people but you want to be distant type shit. So like most of my vibe comes from, you know, being in a desert, being in this desert area, you know. Like not a lot of things around, but if you want to go, you can go. But there's plenty of stuff to do on your own here. Kind of that type of deal. And kind of like the image of the person is kind of just like someone who's learned and experienced and is mature enough to like talk through, talk through stuff. But sometimes, you know, like that for the goal for the next project is actually kind of. Focus on that, like Sonic wise, I'd say it's based off of like um rock, punk rock, and rap stuff, you know, country rap stuff, you know, kind of like almost yellow wolfy, okay, but like um, less with the less country because I can't really, I can't straight up say I'm full country, I, but I can't really fully straight up say I'm like some gangster, but I can be like, okay, I like the fat, I like fashion, I like stuff like that, I'm more like. I'm like, if you like from LA or New York, but like just moves out here to chill out, you know.
0: Definitely. So, was, do you think you're gonna be like, like, are you shooting to be dapped up in the designer with the, you know, all the <laughs> ice and all that? Uh, I I think I want to have my own
1: look, pretty much. So, I think I'm gonna take a lot. I'm um, like fashion wise, I think I'm gonna take a lot from like the thousand skaters looks like those okay. thousand grunge looks yeah like i think those are really neat and i like i do like rose gold i do like rose gold and silver stuff actually a lot so i might get something like related with that but i'm not going to be all like um cuban out. i tried that i tried that once with like a fake walmart chain it it didn't grow it didn't grow on me i'm going to be honest with that but um yeah it's kind of like I'd say it's more of a thousands aesthetic look, but um more me. I like I like um bulky. I like bulky clothes and stuff like that. Either For that sure. or like you know, like looking like you're fit, you know, like when like you see like a white dad with like a tight t shirt mm-hmm. on. That's like the type of vibe right there.
0: Definitely. So uh you're doing all this, you're like pretty fairly new to music in general. I, I feel like it's For fair. Real? since you've only really been doing it since 2018. You're going to college to be a mechanical engineer. Right. You're putting out projects, and you're already with a label. So my question is, do you ever, like, has there ever been a point where you were like, what am I doing? You know, like, am I, is this, am I really like, <laughs> yeah. is really me? Like, you know, do you get like burnt out ever or like, have yeah, I think that's out? what causes, that's what's actually causing me to do this
1: rebrand right now, you know? Cause like, I mean, like the biggest backlash I've had is um, making kind of more poppy music, stuff like that. Like, I'm sure you heard One and Need already. Definitely. Like, that's probably my most mixed reviewed song right now. Well, people say it's like my best sounding, but they think it's like my most corniest song. But at the same time, they're like, this is also a really great, nice, like, nice song to bump to, you know, it's very poppy and it's very good. But um it's it's kind of like been this shift. Like at one point, there's like a lot of stuff that I can take from like old me. But the thing is I think people are really attached to that really hard style and that hard production. But I'm not the one who makes production, so that's hard for me. So I have to go in-house and find the equivalent of that now somewhere else because I'm not trying to, like, buy beats anymore. That's, like, that's like almost like $500 in itself right there. It's it's And, you know, I just like – there's, like, my influences have changed. I'm not that into Jesus anymore. I like Life of Pablo, yay, Kids See Ghosts, you know? I like – I like, um, not Scorpion, but the demo tapes. Those uh Dark Lane demo tapes more, you know?
0: You should check and out all, like, old Kid Cudi and stuff like that. I should, honestly.
1: I haven't listened to that much Kid Cudi. Like,
0: if you don't know all the old Kid Cudi and Mac mm-hmm. Miller and stuff like that, I think you'd really enjoy it. Yeah, I probably would, honestly. <laughs> you should <laughs> definitely do a deep dive on Mac Miller, at least,
1: Oh yeah, I know so many people who love Mac Miller. And the closest I've gone to that is like um Josh Gambino or Logic in a way.
0: Yeah, I used to be into Logic when I was young. I think he's like a dope rapper. There's like no denying that he Yeah. Rap like- it's like it's like Tech Nine, like they're they're skilled, but they don't like release
1: that good of music anymore. He's he's definitely kind of up. He's definitely up there with skill. For sure oh like yeah um where were we at yeah production um yeah people people like are mixed about it because i know some people who are really good and that i mixed for and they're like okay yeah you're you're actually not bad you're you know you're evolving but at the same time there's like lots of people that miss the old me that old hard rough banger stuff like that reminds them of token and nf at points So like I have to like compete with that like I'm trying to be new me.
0: I feel like that's something a lot of artists face throughout various points of their career. It's always oh bring the, you know we want the old Kanye or we want the old Kodak Black and that yeah uh, like no you don't just let me you know like everybody grows and changes let the music flow.
1: And I'm sure there's stuff that I can like take out of the old me and put into the like new me that can like
0: alleviate that a little bit.
1: But at the same time, it's like, let me grow. Let me grow, man. I'm not even blown up yet, (laughs) you know?
0: For sure. So I want to ask, like, what's your plan for after college? Like, since you're getting this, like, pretty sweet degree, are you going to go, like, and be a mechanical engineer? Or are you kind of hoping that by that time you'll be able to do music full time if you're not already?
1: Mm, Yeah, I mean what i like to what i'd like to say for that is um i'm funding my rap career you know i'm funding my career and i'm using this thing that can get me a lot of money you know to actually fulfill that and it's not like and you know just like having a 9 to 5 isn't like that bad when it comes to that like i can i've i've gotten used to like you like go to school and then you come back you do the music now so I feel like a 9 to 5 isn't that much of like a different task. Like, okay, 9 to 5, you're home, you can take a nap and then you can do some music, you feel me? Just get that food. Like, you're not you're not like tired, you're just hungry. Just go eat go eat like Dude, a water That's a circus. good
0: attitude. That's a great attitude to have.
1: Yeah. So I I feel like people just like regret like that a lot. I think the only thing that'll like be harder will be like going out and doing nightlife stuff like a lot of artists do. Like you got to go to the club and connect with people or you got to perform at 2 a, all the way to like 2 a.m. if you're a main event somewhere. Because that's like how it was with my first performance. Like the person who was main event performed at 12 o'clock and they were two hours and they were like two hours late. So Jeez. like you get that. You Like the first time I was there, I was supposed to be on at 9 but like i was on at like 11 so like i think that's going to be the hardest thing but i think i'm young i'm young enough now to where i can do that i'm like 21 about to be 22 so i don't really have anything to lose when it comes to that but um i think it'll be a little more challenging cuz you know the future has the future has is weird we don't know what we're going to be in the future i could be crippled i could have like fucking kids or something you know damn don't say that (laughs) you know but you never know you never know like I'm I'm optimistic about my future for sure you know I'm like a I'm like a tour I'm like a Taurus Gemini rising so I'm pretty I'm pretty (laughs) social but yeah man I think I'm I think I'm social I'm like socially good enough in my personality to where it's not a problem for me to like get the connects it's clear that i've i'm good with getting connects already just by texting him like if i go meet him i'm sure it's going to be the same energy for the most part because i keep it pretty 100 with everybody
0: yeah definitely i feel like the key is really to just like you know, just be normal you know like yeah don't, you get in your head you say weird stuff and then people are like oh this guy's weird you know like you just got to be chill
1: yeah, you just like I think it's just the social it's social anxiety that you gotta get over. Like just just do it, you know. I've had really good times where like where I'm just like, oh I shouldn't go. I'm gonna take thirty more minutes to drive around in a circle before I get there. But you know, at the end, like you're up to like four in the morning having the night of your life with like some new people that you met.
0: Great time. Definitely. I feel like that's college in a nutshell.
1: <laughs> For real for real and i yeah definitely getting back into like college life stuff has been probably like the best thing for me honestly <laughs> yeah so um, you got a
0: new album coming out mhm
1: Hispania Hispania it's funny um it's weird i didn't expect this to actually be an album when i was working on it making the idea for it cuz at the time i was just ra- i was like i had an idea and it starts off as, like, a lonely man. It starts off as, like, you're kind of, like, this lonely dude going around traveling. Well, not, not like, traveling or anything, but, like, you're kind of, like, you're, like, in, stuck in the mindset of this person who's, like, clearly doesn't know what he wants to do. Clearly is, like, a confused person for, like, a point of view. And then you, like, you go through the project. You start understanding who this person is. Like, they're a little cocky. They're very insecure. But they're also very confident in themselves and i think that's most people i think it's really relatable because it's most people and you know it came with that concept at first and you know i was writing really i was working on the lyrics for the most part that's why i didn't really care about who mixed it i was just working on let's be the best lyrically i can be at first but then like january comes i break up with i break up with my girl and then it starts becoming therapeutic. I'm like, damn, this is actually how I feel now. You feel me? So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, okay, okay. Let's actually start pushing the narrative in the music now. Because now this is like my therapeutic little child, like my child or some shit, you know? And so like you go in, you pour your, you basically like pour all of your emotions into that. You write like, I'm, I was, like, writing really, like, not cryptic, but, like, kind of, like, I think it satisfied, it satisfied what I needed to push out into the project.
0: Without and, blowing up, shawty? For real. Well, like,
1: <laughs> you know, you just, I was just pushing the narrative of, like, everything I felt in that, and even the bangers, even the bangers are still bangers, but the emotional songs, I think, have a lot of depth in them. Like, and so like the outro, the outro changed because the outro changed because like I still felt like this unsatisfied feeling after like all this venting. I still feel this. I still feel void, still feel void, you know. And so like you feel that. And then like at the ending, it was supposed to be this satisfying ending. And it's like, I can't do that. I don't have a satisfying ending right now. It's been like a month. It's been a month. I still don't feel that way you know so like instead you know now you i put on the narrative like i hope you're feeling better right now and that's fine that's honestly fine you don't have to you don't have to feel good right now just know that like you're not the only one going through this type of stuff and just even pushing it out into the world that you feel this way is better than saying you're all right putting on that facade you know like the hard like the hard rapper stuff it's uh, like the hard rapper stuff is like a facade, you know? It's better to like do that than like meet a drill rapper that's really about that, you know? And like you're like get called out for it, you know? So I think it it carries a message. I think it carries sort of a message, but also like you're looking like into my psyche. That was the big problem from the last album. It doesn't introduce like next Apollo as a character, you know? It just sounds like, this mad middle middle suburban white kid just rapping angry even though I'm like not white or anything it gives off like that it gives off that vibe you know like i just started rap because i wanted to rap and i listened to token so therefore i must hate mumble rap type shit <laughs> but you know um i think it's very it's a very good album it's 9 it's nine songs long it's very short i'm pretty sure it's 24 minutes long it's literally half the length of my last album and my last album was like 14 songs so like nine ten eleven twelve like five songs less is already like half of it it's already half the time so it's easy to it's easy to listen to you know it might not be like i guess like the most enjoyable listen if you don't feel those type of vibes for things But, you know, it is that's, you know, I the beats aren't like super special like they were on Glitch. They're like boom bap. They're boom bap type beats, you know, they're meant to like you're hearing the message instead. So I think it all has like a purpose in it. And it's a really fire album. Hispania, because, you know, my identity, I'm 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 Mexican, you know, so I I usually go with Hispanic. I usually go with Hispanic to identify myself. Hispanic, you know, uh, ancient Spain stuff. So, like, Hispania is, like, um, you know, kind of like almost like a feeling of me, you know. I'm identifying Definitely. myself with, you know, myself. This album is me, in a way.
0: That's fire, man. When's that going to be rolling out? Actually,
1: let's see. Is it next week? Uh, yep, it's next week, March 4th. Friday March at nine 4th.
0: MST. Where is that coming out on all platforms? All platforms.
1: You already know it. I have a. I'm gonna have a live. I'm gonna have a um live listening party in a Discord server at like three PM that day. You know, if anyone ever hears this, if anyone hears this before, before it comes out. Where can uh Where can people find you on Discord and Instagram and all that good? Oh yeah. Instagram, I go by Apollo's Chalice, C-H-A-L-I-C-E, Apollo's that, all one word. Um, Twitter is way easier, it's just next Apollo, one word. Um, I don't give out my Discord, actually, I don't give out my Discord, but if you hit me out on Instagram and you want an invite to this listening party, the server where the listening party is taking place, I can hit you up and you see me in there. I will, I will, you can just add me in there and I'll be down, I'll be down to follow you real quick. Fire, man, I'm definitely gonna need that link. I,
0: I wanna listen to.
1: Yes, sir. I will give that to you, everybody.
0: All right, man, well, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Pleasure's mine, bro. Fire. Well, good luck with the rollout of the album and uh, I hope everything keeps working out with school and music and everything for you, brother. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Hell yeah. And thanks to everybody who's been tuning into these. Remember, if you did like the episode, please leave a like and follow WJMS Media on Instagram, Twitter, and wherever you're listening at.